and welcome to another hey. episode of Dustin Eric Podcast Show, brought to you by Muslim Networks. Hi, I'm Dustin. I'm Eric. And today we're uh, part two in Vegas at the China Bolano and uh, Cosmopolitan. I've got Tyler Booth here from Step House Networks and Kent Erwiller from Prairie Hills Wireless. Thanks, guys, for being here. Appreciate it. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your network. I know you've been on the show before, but tell our viewers a little bit more about your stuff. And where are you from? Sure thing. We're, uh, we're from Portland, Oregon, and um, we, we operate a WISP in, uh, in the rural and urban markets surrounding the Portland metro area. Um, been using Mimosa for since day one, really. Um, mm-hmm. So why did you pick Mimosa? What really attracted you to it? I, I think a broken record at this point, but price-performance ratio is is uh, off the charts so compared to anything just, out there. It just works for you. Right? Yes, it works. It's fast. It's cheap. That, what, can't what ask for anything can else. Ask for it. Yeah. So can't tell us a little bit about you and your network and. Why you chose Mimosa? So, uh, Prairie Hills Wireless, uh, we started in 2013. Um, we uh, started with Mimosa pretty much from the beginning. Like, I think our first backhaul product was in late 2014, early 2015. Way before my time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, started with B5 and B5C and then went with the point-to-multi-point products and then B24 and so on and so right. on. Um, we pretty much went with mimosa because of the price and the uh you know the price per meg because we do and the split channels you could do right. backhaul products and everything yeah. so i have a similar story i i was at a wisp before i came here and we baited mimosa b5c and it was just so much cheaper so much easier to deploy and so much more bandwidth and it was just you you couldn't pick anything else that was what you needed to do you couldn't get a better ROI with that. So, uh, so today we unveiled the C5X, and uh, on camera here, you might not be able to see it very well. We've got a couple of videos out that you might be able to see it better on. But so, how does this change your guys' deployments? Does this help you guys uh, with the cheap price of fifty-nine bucks just Absolutely. for this thing? Yeah. How does that help you? Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be at least half the cost of uh, you know what we're looking at with the C5C with uh, third-party antennas. So absolutely, it's it's going to be a game changer right. in terms of cost. So this thing does four nine to six four, mm-hmm. and we know within the next twelve to eighteen months that six four is going to be available. Does that change how you're going to deploy things, or does that help you? It, it's going to be uh, I, from my standpoint. I think it's a wait and see kind of thing. Right. Um, we're in a very urban market. There's a lot of six gig license links in our in our market. Uh, I uh, I had this conversation with Jamie. I said, honestly, we have not gotten a single six gig license we've applied for because it's just not available right. uh, in any of the places we have. But with that said, that that's been on uh, large towers, uh, very busy tower farms that just don't have a lot of spectrum available. It's everybody else is up there because it's a good spot. Right. Uh, if we start taking that model down to the the micro pops and rooftops, urban rooftops, it uh, I think that that's going to change. So right. um, it'll be interesting to see what what actually uh, passes the frequency database and what doesn't. Will, so, you, will you have uh, applications for? You, know, you could start with the uh, the first C5X without the horn at uh, eight dB, and we can move to twelve, sixteen, twenty. 25 dB, you can step right up for uh, for the link distances. Uh, do you see any of these that you can maybe re- use right off the 
Right Honestly, I think we're probably only going to use the 25 dB in our network. Go right for the 25. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, all we deploy right now is the 30 dB with C5C. Yeah. I can step down 5 dB at and still a considerable amount of places and still maintain the kind of uh, signal noise ratio we need, but um, much lower than that. We don't use a lot of C5s in general. Um, right. So this would be a good uh, option. Yeah. Kind of versatile. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think we're, we're we're excited. I think that the 25, uh, 25 is going to fit nicely in our product lineup. What's the price? The the price point on this guy? This is fifty nine dollars by itself. Yeah. So Kent, you're more rural. Yeah. Does this help you at all? Oh yeah, still. Um, especially with the six gig that you mentioned. Um, like nobody is using six gig in our area. Right. Yeah. So we'll be able to use six gig. Yeah, it's going to be great for you stop, guys. Yeah. Stop making this guy jealous. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't use any of the fun <laughs> frequencies. We can't use 365, 2.5 license. Not not going to happen. But, yeah, no. in, in town of Ravana, we have, like, I don't know, pretty much almost every single resident on our service. But uh, for the people that we do connect, like, we have some of our micropops that are so close that we'll probably actually just be able to use this guy here and... It'd be way cheaper right. than buying like a C5 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll probably be using mostly the 25 dB client um, for our rural deployments. So, um, but yeah, it's another good option. So these guys are so very low profile. Does that help you guys in both urban or suburban or rural deployments? Help you get on more rooftops with something like this? People are going to yeah. love this more? Or do they really care? Uh, you know, honestly, from a, from a from a residential single family home standpoint, I don't think it matters that much. Um, They're more interested. in We put two foot dishes on pretty much every single home, and they don't care. They just want internet from somebody that isn't Comcast, isn't CenturyLink. They like local um, providers. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, certainly smaller antennas are great where you can use them. Absolutely. This guy's, so this guy's really uh, light. The, even the, uh, the the larger guy here, um, super light. Go uh, put on a little flexi mount. Uh, it's versatile. Uh, we've we've uh, we put that out in the, the, the field as well as uh, this guy down here at a, like around a half a mile or so. Just as is, I kind of I put it on a, one on a tower, on one on top of a, a second story uh, residential location, and just kind of approximately aimed it. And I got a visual and I to the other side, and I just kind of locked it down. And yeah. You, are you saying you use the eight dB at half a mile? Yeah, I was at, uh, where were we at, point, point 0.5, point 0.4 in there, in that range. To oh, a 45-degree yeah. sector? Yeah. Yes. It's actually, yeah. 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 So. so, these are super light, even though these are die-cast metal. It's what was the gain on these one more time? So, this is 8, 12, 16, 20, and 25. So, I think they're a game-changer. They're super cheap. It's so easy for you to get into the market to buy these antennas and deploy them. So I hope that they really will help both of you guys out and uh, all these other guys and girls that are in here today. Yeah. And with that, I really appreciate you both being on here. It's a uh, pleasure. Live, you yeah. know, actually in person instead of over, uh, you know, video. Yeah. So, again, I really appreciate you guys coming out, sitting here, you know, talking to our customers. And... Guys, we'll see you next time on our next episode again. This is Tyler Booth from Portland. Kent Erlewire from Nebraska. Completely different network. Thanks for tuning in. 
please hit the subscribe or follow button to stay up to date with our latest podcast, which will be available on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. 